0: All right, welcome back. It's 3.52 here on the Blitz 1170. We are streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. Um, I wanted to jump into an NFL slash football conversation here, but I checked my email during the break, and I want to play this for you guys. This is based off of the subject that we just finished talking about, which is Oklahoma State basketball, and this comes in from our Blitz helpline, uh, 918-878-1552. Like the promo says, you got complaints? want to hear it. You like what you hear? want to hear it. Have an issue with something that we just said? Let's hear it. Are you angry at a coach? I want to hear it. 918-878-1552. So might I present Exhibit A? This is from Adrian. And this is Adrian listening to what we were just talking about with Oklahoma State basketball. Yes, my question for this is for you guys talking about Mike Boynton. Why is it uh that it seems personal when Porta Mosa was losing games at OU, which I'm an OU fan, you guys did make it so personal. I'm listening to your commentary, you talk about Mike Boynton, once again, I'm not an OSU fan.
1: But this all this this seems kinda
0: of personal to us. So we're trying to figure out the difference between when OU was losing and compared to what OSU is doing right now with Coach Boynton. Uh Call me back at nine one eight eight one four four eight one eight. I'd like to know your answer to that. I probably shouldn't have thrown his number out there on the air like that. Should have dumped that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I, well, first, if I can jump in, yeah, I I like Mike Boynton a lot. I I mean, how, we've had course. him on the air multiple times. The guy is, I think, as engaging and fun and relatable as almost any head coach in almost any sport that we have in this state. And it's not personal at all. The difference, I think, between the criticism of Mike Boynton at Oklahoma State and Porter Moser at OU is the the tenure, right? I mean, this is now year seven at Oklahoma State with very little results in terms of what the standard in college basketball is, for, a, a, for for most programs to retain the services of a head coach. I'm not calling for him to get fired by any means, nor do I want that, but I think we're pointing out in year seven that this thing seems to be going in the wrong direction, and we're in year seven as opposed to year two or three. So I, that's, that's my perspective.
0: I'm with you, and Scott, even when you heard... The voicemail from Adrian, we was talking about it seeming personal. I saw a look on your face. At no point in time have we taken any personal shots on Mike Boynton because how could you? Mike Boynton is awesome. Mike Boynton has always been awesome. Mike Boynton, the day that they got screwed by the NCAA and they had the press conference, we carried it live here and we all jumped on and did what? We championed Mike Boynton. For having, one, a fantastic take, a great personality, and showing what? Emotion and passion for people that he cared about. I I loved when he did that. And people, I saw some people taking shots at him across the country because he he started to break down. No, you're supposed to when you're emotional and you care about something like that. I've never had a problem with that at all. And I've always thought that Mike was was awesome in that moment. Mike, as Colby says, has been on this station a number of times. We've never had any pushback at all when we've tried to get Mike on. Mike has been always willing to come on. Mike has been willing to stop by at different different random events and come on and talk basketball in season and off season. Mike has proven that he is a hell of a recruiter. Mike was kind of handed the job in a moment that was, well... Not the greatest. It had uh, several pucker factors in it, right, over what happened with Underwood leaving and one of his friends that was on the staff that was there at the time. So, yes, there have been challenges with Mike Boyden. And we have been beside Mike Boyden every step of the way. And there's nothing personal about what we're saying at all with Mike Boyden. To Colby's point, though, at what point do you start to see a certain amount of momentum moving forward with a program? Like, what year is it? I mean, if we, if we keep pushing up the number of years in every sport across the country, which we do with football because now it's pretty much, hey, hey, by year two, if you don't show some momentum here, we're already starting to question you now. And if you think for a minute, Adrian, if you think for a minute that people were just – Fine and and dandy with what was going on in Norman with Porter Moser. There were a lot of people that felt like that Porter and were very vocal about it was in way over his head jumping in and taking that job at Oklahoma. And there are people that after that performance last night are right back in that same boat. One and nine against Oklahoma State and Texas combined. There are some people that still feel like even with the roster overhaul that that Porter had that hey, maybe we were giving them a little bit too much credit this year already. Are we sure that this is the right guy? So he was taking as many shots as what Mike was in a very early version of his tenure. Be, uh, you guys have seen it, right? I mean, Oklahoma fans pretty vocal about that. Oh, they
2: ripped him that first season with, about his
0: offense. They ripped him last year. Uh yeah, they,
2: they
1: wanted him out last year.
0: A ton. Year. They wanted him out last year. And none of this is ever personal. I've never had a bad confrontation with Mike Boynton. I've I've talked to Porter one time, in a in an interview setting, and and then that then that's been it. He hasn't done anything to me, at all. And again, it's not my job to call for someone to be fired. I, who am I to ever demand someone <laughs> that gets fired? But what that's we right. do is we come in here and we talk about what we see. And what we have seen is something that I think most Oklahoma State fans would agree is absolutely concerning. So I, I, you know, if you took that as that being personal, that was never my intent. And I don't think that we've ever said anything negative about Mike Boyden the person, because I can tell you there are a lot of people that will tell you that even though the success hasn't been on there on the floor, that Mike Boyden is a hell of a mentor off of the floor. There's a reason why USA Basketball keeps going back to Mike Boynton. You know, if there were things that were regarded as being negatives about him, from the way that he handles being around young people, that that pipeline wouldn't continue. So that that's what I got to say about. And I know you want to follow up with something on that, but I I echo what Kobe said because that wasn't the intention at all.
2: No, I was just gonna say, you know, the rumblings in Stillwater have gotten louder this year, but not once have I heard anybody attack Mike, Mike Boyton personally because people like Mike Boyton. Y- yes. And that's what makes it so hard. That's why people
0: that's why people are having a hard time saying this. If he had an attitude like Jim Calhoun, if he had an attitude like Beheim where he was going after people, you know, if he wasn't pleasant to deal with, that would be if he wasn't pleasant
1: to deal with, he would he wouldn't be there right now. I think the reason that he's been there as long as he's been, it's not because of the on court results, right? It's because everybody likes him. Yeah, and you know what? (laughs) I
0: we could get Mike on and ask him this. The next time that he's on the station and Mike comes across as the first person to say that would say and look you in the eye and say, yeah, you know what? Not only haven't we been as successful as I would like to be, but don't we deserve a little bit of criticism for what we've done? Like Mike seems like the type to like, take it head on. Like, yeah, let me have it. Let me have it. That's fine. And if you think for a minute that any of this actually impacts, like what we do impacts the day-to-day job that's happening down there, it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. But, we're, but we get on here and we talk about it because that's what we're supposed to do. I appreciate the call, Adrian. I do. And that's, that's the reason why the helpline is there for, for calls like that. And if you have issues like that, let's hear them. We'll talk about them. Scott, did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? No, I was just going to say, I th- I think the
2: biggest issue that people have with what's going on in Stillwater over the year is, yes, Mike Boynton's a hell of a recruiter. No one has ever questioned that. It's just the lack of development that we're seeing from players, and you're seeing the same issues Year after year. I mean, how many times?
1: With different rosters, right? Yes. I mean, this
2: is like, what, the third time now, I think? I'd have to go back and look that OSU has started at least 0-6 in conference play. I'd have to go back and look. But, I mean, I think this is at least the third time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but you can't... Comparing comparing Mike Boynton's tenure in in the term of years to Porter, I, I mean, you give Porter... In my opinion, even though a lot of Sooner fans haven't, a whole hell of a lot more leeway because they're still somewhat in the early stages.
1: But he's also not, I mean, he's not like an eternity away from getting to the same level, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Again, not what I wanted to get into, (laughs) but I wanted to play that for a reason because i i heard that and was like wait a minute i i didn't think that we were being personal by any means uh at least i try not to be there's someone uh, um someone else in this state that has big enough ego for everyone that can take personal shots and that'll be fine that's just not going to be me uh at all to ever jump on here and, and personally attack someone because i think it's ridiculous uh all right so we'll carry over some nfl conversation uh coming up a little bit later but To kind of tease ahead to that, to what I wanted to get into, is we haven't talked about it yet, and I joked about it on on the Soch, as the kids say, about the two-point conversion and when is the proper time to do it and when isn't the proper time to do it. And it seems like that we go through this every single year where there's a big moment where you have something like this happen, and then the analytics people get all up in their feels when you got – air quote old heads calling them out and the old heads can't believe that the analytics people are now running the sport that they have that's where a lot of this argument now comes from that we're seeing in the National Football League from the games this weekend did either of you second guess because I'll tell you what I second guess more than Todd Bowles decision to go for two Like, why is Todd Bowles timeout decision and the way that he handles clock management now getting completely overlooked by his decision to go for two. I had more of a problem with that, the way he handled the clock, and just giving up compared to his opportunities to go for, for two when you're down 14 in a moment like that. I don't know how either of you felt, and we can dive into more of the numbers coming up here here in a bit, but did either of you even think twice when he went for, for two the first time?
1: Yeah, I literally said, and I can't use the exact phrase, but I said, what the bleep is he doing? Same, okay. same, yeah. Like right. I, I, it, it literally doesn't make sense in my mind, and I know that analytics people say that that's the right move. It doesn't compute in my mind why you would do that.
0: Okay, the question I have then is, does it not compute... Even though you can have a uh, the math that tells you that it computes, because you still have old version of football and what you've grown up with hanging over it, or is there just a, a philosophical absolute disagreement that you have with it in that moment?
1: Well, it's it's two parts, and you know we can pro- ask me that question on the other side. Okay, of the break. how about yeah. that? And we'll we'll just get into the whole discussion.
0: All right, I will ask that same question on the opposite side <laughs> of the break. When we come back next year on the Blitz 1170, we are streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. Um, You can always get in touch with us as well on the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line, 918-262-5072. That's 918-262-5072 here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app.